If you could have a conversation with anyone in history, what would you ask them? Hello, General Washington. Good day, Miss Tubman. I had to know, so I decided let's give them a call. Welcome to the Calling History Podcast. I'm Tony Dean, and before I share the guest on this next podcast, much like last week, I'm just telling you up front, you're never going to guess this one either, but I'm ready to be proved wrong. So let's get started with some hints and see if I can give this away. Clue number one, this founding father had an accent similar to Lafayette, but he was not from France. You might be asking yourself right now, did one of the founding fathers have a French accent? I know, I was surprised too. Clue number two. This person served as a U.S. senator before meeting the citizenship requirements and then served in the House of Representatives, then served as the Treasury Secretary, then as the ambassador to France and England and was later nominated as vice president. How many people can say that they did all of that? Not many. Clue number three. I'm going to tell you the one thing that surprised me about this person the most. In the middle of the Revolutionary War in the United States, he was so enamored by the U.S. and what they stood for, he immigrated from his country to the U.S. while the war was taking place. I'm sure that you figured this out, but in case you haven't, I'm going to play a clip that might help. To create some context, we were discussing in this clip an event that was called the Whiskey Rebellion. What was about to become an armed conflict where Americans were shooting other Americans over the unfair treatment of some whiskey distillers, this person found a way to minimize the loss of life and property and work within the laws of the land to settle their grievances. Okay, here's the clip. And the end result was that two of the 23 were found guilty of treason. And His Excellency, who while I might not have agreed with all that he did, was a very shrewd man. Are we talking about His Excellency George Washington? Yes. Okay. And His Excellency pardoned those two men. One because he was a simpleton and because the other one was an idiot. I swear, this clip always makes me laugh. If you figured it out, I'm impressed. All right. It's almost time for the reveal. I'm going to read what could have been a diary entry while this person was reflecting on his life as an older man. April 30th, 1846. Reflecting upon my life of service to the United States fills me with immense pride and gratitude. From the moment I arrived on American soil, I was captivated by the ideals and the opportunities that this nation represented. It was a calling I could not resist. Throughout my career, I dedicated myself to public service, striving to contribute to the growth and prosperity of our great nation. From my early days in the Pennsylvania legislature to my time as Secretary of the Treasury under President Jefferson and Madison, I approached each role with unwavering dedication and a deep sense of responsibility. During my tenure, I worked tirelessly to restore financial stability, reduce the national debt, and implement policies that would foster economic growth. It was a time of great challenges, but also immense rewards, as I witnessed the positive impact of my efforts on the nation's financial well-being. 
Looking back, I am humbled by the opportunities I had to serve this great nation. The United States gave me a platform to make a difference, and I did my utmost to honor that privilege. This Wednesday's episode is the longest serving Treasury Secretary in the United States, Albert Gallatin. From a distance, in his home in Geneva, Switzerland, Gallatin saw the United States as a place where one could work hard and make a difference, and he spent his life doing just that. Thank you for listening and telling your friends about the Calling History Podcast. We'll see you in two days with Albert Gallatin.